I'm Melissa White, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. This is a show to help inspire you to live your life to the fullest, but really to learn about those that guide us, our unseen helpers, guides, angels, loved ones in spirit that walk beside us in this life. I'll share with you personal experiences from my life as a professional medium and mentor. I'll also offer you insight into working with the spirit world and introduce you to guests that I find fascinating and that might lead you on your own journey to further discover your own soul's gifts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everyone, it's Melissa White. I wanted to sneak in this little mini episode. I wanted to call it Surviving Christmas as a highly sensitive person, but I thought that was a little bit negative. So let's talk about thriving through Christmas, maybe enjoying Christmas (laughs) or the holiday season, of course, because it's true as people that are more sensitive on the side of being a sensitive soul, we will experience the holidays a little bit differently than say maybe your average person. And so I thought it would be good to just round up a few tips, things that I've noticed that work for me, and just in time for you to maybe give them a try, implement them. So I'm just doing this off the top of my head. So excuse me if there's a lot of ums and likes. I really try to stay away from that. I'm conscious of it. I know I say, you know, a lot as well. Thank goodness for May, who edits the podcast. She does try to take out a lot of those likes and ums where possible, but here we go. All right. So we're looking at, this is good, valuable content, even if it's not perfection. All right. So the first thing I would say, if crowds and large numbers of people are difficult for you. I find malls very difficult because of the fluorescent lighting. That's a very, very draining lighting to be in for a sensitive person. I also find, yeah, the crowds, I mean, you think about it, all those people, they all bring their own energy and they all bring their own anxiety and their own all kinds of things, aggression, negativity, fear, whatever. So What I try to do if I'm going to be, if I know I have to be in a crowded place like the mall, I mean, I do a lot of online shopping for this reason, but some things you got to go. So if you're in the mall and knowing that you're going to, you're going to get a bit overwhelmed, I try to think about drawing my auric field very close to my body. So I even like will take my own hand and feel my aura around me, you know? So it's like usually a few, like a foot around you or so. Sometimes it's closer, sometimes it feels bigger and more expansive. But I sort of take my hand and I kind of feel the energy around my body. I find the place where my auric field sort of, you can feel almost like a sponginess or a bouncy kind of energy around you. And I take my hand and I just move my auric field really, really tight in close to my physical body, like bring it into my stomach. And that seems to be helpful, so you're not so open. I will call on Archangel Michael to come along with me and just bring me as much energetic balance as possible. 
I also will sometimes do like the classic bubble of white light visualization. I know it's a bit tired. I know that it's sort of like the old standby, but I think it's for a reason. It is very helpful. So I will do that. I also may sometimes envision the place that I'm going to before I get there and see it all like sort of enveloped in a beautiful pink light or a beautiful white light or gold light. Any kind of light that I feel would be light and beautiful. I'll envision that place. I'll blast it with love before I even get there. So you can try that. Having a plan is helpful. So if you know, you know which stores you want to go into, you can kind of plan it out, schedule it so you can get in and out. <laughs> I tend to wear a light jacket so that I'm not overheating and not sweating in the mall because it does get really hot. They've got the heat cranked and nothing triggers my anxiety like feeling overheated or crowded because I do have that bit of that claustrophobia. So those are my tips. Um, hopefully that helps. You could also carry like a grounding crystal or stone, something like well, a red jasper actually comes to mind as a protective type of stone. You could carry an obsidian, you could carry a black tourmaline, anything like that would be really, smoky quartz even, anything like that would be really helpful. The other thing I want to say is that there are sometimes conversations that are going to come up over the holidays because you're going to be seeing people maybe that you don't always see or just that you might be seeing all of the people you always see but all together at one time. And that can be difficult because you can find yourself kind of reverting back to old roles in the family. Like even though you might be a grown adult listening to this, but then you go home for a family dinner and all of a sudden you're like feeling like you're a child again and you're in that role and everyone else in the family is playing that their roles. And that can be for some people, that can be triggering. For some people, that can really bring up a lot. So what I would say is you can talk to the soul of the person that you think you might have a little, there might be a hard conversation or a difficult conversation coming up. You can do this in preparation. So you're not sort of walking into it unprepared. So a week before or a day before, it doesn't really matter. You can be sitting, taking a nice deep breath, getting into your higher self and just asking, can I be, I'd like to, you know, step into my higher self right now. And then you call upon the higher self of the person in question. And you take a deep breath. You imagine, you could imagine connecting heart to heart, like your energy and your heart connecting to theirs. And you just speak the words out loud that are true for you, that you would want them to know, that you would want to express. Because sometimes in doing that beforehand, it softens the energy, it opens some kind of communication so that when you do come into contact with this person in the physical world, human to human, there's already been this energetic work that's happened and the conversations can be easier and you might notice a difference. So you can do that. You can also envision that person when you see them and you know it's going to be a bit difficult or you're anticipating or worried that it's going to be a bit difficult. You can surround them in a fluffy pink cotton candy light 
And honestly, I've I've used this so many times, not just in per- my personal life, but also professionally, different situations. And it really does something. It really does work to really make the communication more gentle. It softens it. And so it can just be a real lifesaver when it comes to anxiety. So then you don't have to be so worried or anxious about that. So that's a good one also that you could use for going into this holiday season. The other tip really is to do with expectations. I think that we do tend to put a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation on not only what the holidays should look like, that's a big thing, but then also what they should feel like. And I notice for myself, you know, I see things on social media and there's these moms that I see that are like influencer moms and their homes look absolutely perfect. Not only is it like spotless and sparkling, but like the decor is like on point, absolutely like fashionable and just like so gorgeous. And then there's so much of those things. Then there's like the gingerbread making and then there's the trip to the, you know, up the mountain to do this. And then there's the perfect Christmas tree and all these traditions and the elf on the shelf. And it's like endless. And I'm not saying, like, I look at those things with admiration. I think, oh God, one day I would love to have my, you know what, together enough to be, you know, to have my Christmas look like that, I guess. But I recognize that I'm just not that person. Like I literally do the best I can. I think that, you know, we have our traditions and we do our things, but I'm trying to get into a mindset where I'm not striving for that. I'm not striving for perfection. And I'm certainly not focused on what it appears to be. The focus for me anyway is more about how does it feel? How does this time together feel? And so, of course, it's just about taking a bit of that pressure off. Because at the end of the day, if the, you know, tree skirt doesn't necessarily match the decor, not the end of the world. If, you know, you don't do the gingerbread baking, you know, and decorating contest this year, it's really not the end of the world. The thing that I'm trying to keep in mind is just that it's about some time together. It's about really connecting. And those are the things that we remember, you know, like the memories of being a kid and Christmas time and you play cards with your family or you play a board game together or you watch the certain movies together and it becomes a tradition. One thing I remember that really stands out to me from Christmas when I was little was one year my mom got, we had like a fireplace in our living room, but we didn't really use it ever. Like I don't remember using it very much at all. But one Christmas time, my mom got those, like you can buy those logs that you just put them in the, put them in the fireplace. Not like from outdoors, but anyways, these irrelevant information. But anyways, she got these logs and we had fire in this fireplace. It was so cozy. And I remember it was snowing outside and she said, oh, we have to watch White Christmas. And I'd never seen it. Obviously it's old movie, but we watched it together. And I was just so delighted by the movie, but also the fact that she was watching it with me because my mom, bless her, she is a doer. This is a lady that I do not see really stop. Like she 
is go, go, go. She's always been, I'm amazed. She's one of those people that I'm amazed at, like what she can accomplish, what she can get done. She's quite phenomenal. But I loved the fact that she was just going to watch it with me and just relax. And it was so nice. And so that stands out to me. And I mean, there's plenty of Christmases and there was all kinds of things that could be like memories for me, but that seems to be one that really, really is special. So it goes to show, you know, sometimes it's a very simple thing, but it can be so meaningful. So I do, I do think that's kind of cool to keep in mind as someone who might be very sensitive, perfectionist, put a lot of pressure on yourself, all that stuff. So keep that in mind. The other thing, I'll say this as a tip, although I don't, I can't claim that I follow this. Okay. So this is not me telling you, oh, you should do this. And then like acting like I I do this. I do not really do this. But I think what comes intuitively for me to share is to have a good sleep schedule or routine. Try to keep some semblance of that during your time off. So not to say that you can't like sleep in or anything, but just maybe that there's some kind of schedule, some kind of routine, especially when it comes to sleep. As highly sensitive people, we do get run down easily. Not only that, I find that sleep is important for everyone. There's no doubt. But especially for people who are energy givers. (laughs) And you know who you are. Everyone listening to this, I am fairly certain, I want to say is like very much the empath. And so sleep is one of those things that is just very necessary. Now, I try for this, but I do struggle. So if I come up with a solution, if I find something that works for sleep, we can do a whole episode on that. Maybe that's a good idea for the new year. I'll find an expert that maybe I can interview. But anyways, I think that would be good. It's just what I get from spirit around this topic is that it's a grounding thing. So for us to be grounded during this time, especially, we're going to need to have that good quality sleep. So definitely try that. The other thing I would say is like, give yourself breaks. So yes, you might have a billion things to do. Do a few of them. Take a break. I didn't realize that I did this. Like I've been doing this for a long time and I didn't really realize it was maybe a little bit strange. Like not everybody does this, but I'll go one place and I'll have to come home and have a break and then go out and do another. When I try to go from place to place to place to place, like doing errands and shopping, it is real challenging. I get super drained. Also with tasks, like if I have 10 million things I have to do in a day, which usually I do, I'll do a few. I'll like literally lay on my couch for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just like reconnect, reground myself, kind of just chill. And then I'll go do the other things on my list. And then I'll come back. I'll have another break. Maybe I'll have like a tea. I'll sit there for a few minutes and then I'll go and do another thing. might not work for everyone, but certainly for me, energetically, that seems to be the best way. So something to keep in mind, a bath, like an Epsom salt, sea salt bath, really, really helpful to just kind of cleanse your energy, running your hand under cold water throughout your day. Another good way to just ground yourself and bring yourself back into the physical body. It's good to release energy too. So physical activity, getting out for a walk, super helpful, super important, such a simple thing. 
I also think that if there's limitations on time or limitations on your energy, don't be afraid to implement some kind of boundaries. You know, maybe you're not answering calls after a certain time at night. Maybe you're not responding to messages throughout the holidays. There's all kinds of things that you can put in place to protect your time and your energy. So don't be afraid to do that. Know that those things are necessary, even when it's not the holidays, but maybe especially right now. Otherwise, I think it's lovely to spend a little bit of time in gratitude. So doing some gratitude lists, journaling, speaking of your gratitude. I pray as soon as I wake up, I literally pray um, and kind of set my intention for the day. I put my hand on my heart. I just take a few deep breaths and I do that right before I go to sleep as well. And it's usually that's like the gratitude time. So I don't know. I hope those are some little helpful tips that you can take along with you. Do let me know if it's a helpful thing for you. Bring some music into your life when you need to be uplifted. Read something good or read something inspiring that makes you feel good and enjoy. Eat the treats. I really am pro just like having the treats that you want for Christmas. I think the problem with that is that sometimes we start to feel a little bit sick to our tummy because there's all kinds of things that we might not normally be partaking in is like, you know, rich kind of foods and all that stuff. So yes, be mindful and take good care of yourself. But I don't know. I feel like it's, it is that season. It is that time. So togetherness, love, gratitude, and, you know, recognizing that the pressure sometimes is that it's going to be so beautiful and joyous. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes depending on what season of life you're in, depending on what's happening, depending on grief, depending on finances. You know, there's so many health. There's so many different variables. So my wish for you is wherever you're at and however, you know, life is going for you at this moment, that you would always have hope and that you always know that it is going to shift. It always does. And if it's going great and it is joyful, enjoy it. Really, really take it in. If it's not, just know that it's going to shift. All right. So I love you all. Thank you so much. Enjoy your holiday season. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium, Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.